This is Sana Rose and you're listening to the first episode of The Righteous Way podcast. I have a handful of topics as you know and I ran a poll between two topics for this week. One was gratitude and the other was productivity. And guess who won? Productivity of course. We all are on a rat race on a daily basis and even if we weren't productivity is still a major concern in every field but i would be focusing on productivity in creative pursuits mainly writing because what works for that may not be ideal for other jobs but you are here because you are someone seeking motivation for your creative work so here we go as my productivity battles concern writing I will be talking in terms of that but really all you need to do is apply this in whichever creative realm you function in. Creative writing is at once the easiest and hardest job. Easy because you are your own boss. Hard because you are your own boss too. Your life is in your hands, your job is at your whims and you have no schedules, meetings or biometric systems. You have no time restraints or deadlines. The hard part begins with the same point. You have no time restraints or deadlines. You have to make your own routine, you lay your own rules and set up your own schedule. The catch is that we all love ourselves a little too much to make ourselves work too hard. It takes abundant self-motivation to get up to pull down your laptop or your writing papers and start getting the words down. Daily life is filled with attractions and distractions, and writing is a lot about procrastination until inspiration dawns. However, If you are serious about seeing your words on shelves or pages soft or hard excuses are not going to work passion will propel you forward to a great extent but when you are someone who already handles a lot like a day job a family children or other responsibilities at the end of the day being productive on the blank page remains a dream and passion is just not enough i would know this from experience as a practicing physician and a working mother torn between the desire to sit down and type away my working progress on one side and the necessity to attend to the clinic job chores and childcare on the other The little insight I got into this realm is in the light of the release of my first novel and the passionate progress of the second until the end and its editing process. So, here are five don'ts for a productive creative living that applies to writing as well, totally compiled from what helped me through the ups and downs of orthodoxy. Now we move on to the list of don'ts. Don't number 1. Don't overthink. Now that's max of weirdness but trust me 
Kill overthinking before overthinking kills your creativity and aspirations. Some things you should not be thinking about when you really want to finish a piece of writing long or short are Will people want to read me? Will anybody relate to this story? Can I really write this book or article? Am I writing badly? Will this book sell? What will people think of me if I write this book or article? I want this book to be of some use to the readers. I don't want anybody to waste their time reading my book or article. Okay, now these are things that many young writers have shared with me. These are worries actual people have. I did not make up this list. So, the thing is, a true writer will evade these dilemmas because they are not even a concern. The only thing a writer will be concerned about is how important telling this story is to oneself. Your uncertainties will reflect in your writing and serve as potholes in which your reader will keep stumbling into when they finally read you. That is, if you finish writing it, what with overthinking and all. So, when you are writing, think about your story, about your topic. Overthinking shadows the potential of your creativity and manipulates the purpose of writing. The wrong concerns will lead to wrong goals. Now, that eases us on to our next don't on the list. Don't number two. Don't set unrealistic goals. Now, goal-oriented work yields results. And planning is great. We all need some goals and plans. Some people set higher goals and this can essentially ensure some amount of achievement. As for a passion-fueled activity like writing, setting too many goals or unrealistic goals or even wrong ones can be negative in the outcome. Move aside the unrealistic goals to make space for realistic, practical goals. Many writers aim at a certain word count or page count goal a day. But that may not work for everyone because each of us lives different lives and situations. I know it doesn't work for me. If that works for you, excellent. But if you are someone who cannot set a word count goal, aim at a time goal or portion goal. Now, setting word count goals may disappoint the sensitive ones when they are missed. Further, not all days are equally motivated. So what can be easier on hectic writers? Here's my tip. It will be setting a goal of writing for a few minutes a day. It is flexible like a 10-minute spree or even 15 minutes. This also helps to avoid emotional dichotomies that appear when you have duties to attend to and the irresistible urge to write all at once. It happens a lot to me, so I can say this works. Or you can decide you will write a chapter or a definite number of scenes in a day if you are working on a novel. 
the chapters and scenes can be of variable lengths so it is not restricted by a word count but you can decide to make it short or long depending on your day if you take your 10 to 15 minutes a day or more as the day allows chances are you'll perform well in both your chores and writing guilt free this writing time can include any writing your new book working progress an article a poem or anything that will adorn your writing portfolio i swear on this now on to don't number three don't surf and network forever now this is crucial i cannot stress it enough because it is really a spider's web just one last message just one last comment just one last notification but that last one is endless Social media literally feeds on your weakness for notifications and fear of missing out. What you are missing out on is some real productivity, creativity and precious time. Internet research can also end up being all over the place. Okay, we need to socialize and connect as human beings. We need to talk to other people. But we also need to nurture and grow who we are. And for that, we are going to have to cap this part. Here is what you can do. You already know all of this, but who doesn't need reminders, right? So here they are. Disable notifications so that you are not tempted to pick your phone up at every beep. Confine the use of messengers for important messages only. Set aside a fixed number of minutes to spend on each social networking site. Connect all social media platforms wherever possible so that you can share your stuff from one platform to another without having to open another door, which leads to creativity health. Because you are definitely going to spot a notification that whisks you away instantly. I have Instagram and Facebook pages connected so that whatever I post on Instagram, I have the option to share it to my Facebook page in a few seconds. Limit internet research time because you could end up online shopping when overdone since research is about finding new things. Always make a list of topics that you need to research, stick to the list and finish it in a given time. Don't let yourself stray away from the topics when you are doing research for your writing. Lastly, avoid reading too much on the various platforms. Information overloads are tiring. The more you detox yourself virtually, more productive the creative life becomes. Next is don't number four. Don't entertain unnecessary social vibes. Being social animals can sometimes be too imposing on the writing species. However, we are not spared from being polite and being social. But it is essential to filter out the crowd and surround yourself with positive vibes that will nourish your confidence. 
So here are a few things that you need to keep in mind whenever you step out into the world. The first one is avoid gossiping. It kills time and creates prejudices, both bad for a creative writer. Of course, it's okay if you are <laughs> eavesdropping on some to somebody else, to people. I mean, it's not okay, but still, it could fire up your creativity and imagination. But avoid gossiping. Talk with people who have respect for what you do. This is very important because who you interact with really, really affects how you feel or think about yourself and your art. This is important because people can really make you feel differently and you don't want to feel badly about, you don't want to think that your craft is not enough. Make sure your social circle respects personal space and boundaries. Learn to say no when you want to. This can actually uh, save a lot of hurt, a lot of time and a lot of faith in all the beautiful things you have believed in. Trust your intuitions when it comes to relationships of any kind. Set your priorities rightly because if you are not able to be you, if you are not able to do what you want to do, no other relationship, no other uh, work is worth your time. Be warm, but do not let others take you for granted. And then, be productive of your art. And do not let neg negativity hamper your creativity. Learn to filter criticisms and feedback. There are both good and bad. Weigh opinions before you take them at face value. Ignore people who ask you what you can earn from writing. We have heard that so much. I know I have heard that so much. So I do this. I ignore it. You should ignore it too because that might be the one thing that can demotivate you for multiple reasons. Few others are millionaires and even if you are going to get rich with your creative effort, it's going to take time. This is not telling you to be antisocial but telling you to be smart enough to give yourself the gift of acceptance. Finally, don't number five. Don't overdo even writing. Funny? Yeah. The human brain is a miraculous thing. That said, it needs its own time and space because Every impression from the external and internal environments are making their way up to this wrinkled mass of neurons. When your system gives out signs of working over time, slow down, get out, make a cup of herbal tea and sit back 
stretch your legs and give your poor brain a recess. Overworking can seriously sabotage clear thinking and good writing. Recharge with a nap. Experts say that 10 to 20 minutes per nap is ideal to boost alertness and energy. A 30 minute nap has more restorative powers albeit with some sleep inertia in the form of grogginess for around the same amount of time. A 60 minute nap is for you if you want memory boosting benefits like remembering facts, phases and names. It could follow with a little grogginess as it involves slow wave deep sleep. Now the one we root for is the 90 minute nap, a full cycle of sleep including REM sleep, rapid eye movement sleep. This phase is also the dream phase. This nap is said to improve emotional and procedural memory and creativity. And the bonus is no sleep inertia or grogginess because that is a full cycle. Also, do away with unnecessary information loads as I mentioned earlier and write when you can think clearly. Some research says writing when groggy is more creative, but I'm not so sure about that after all that I said about giving the brain a break. But then there are people who write when they are drunk as well, so I cannot really comment on that. Get away from the desk for a while. Some distractions can be refreshments, but just know when to return. To wind this up, productivity hacks and tips can go on endlessly and these 5 murders as I like to call them have personally helped me. But nothing is better than really dusting up and making up your mind to work. It's okay not to write something every day. It's okay to be lazy on some days. But when it goes on and on, you need to step in. Being productive, it could be any time, but the key is to find what works for you and what you can stick to. After all, being consistent is what nails productivity. Meanwhile, remember, don't overthink, don't set unrealistic goals, don't surf and network forever, don't entertain unnecessary social vibes, and don't overdo even writing. So, I hope you all enjoyed today's episode. A huge thank you for joining me on this journey. If there is anything you wish to suggest, ask or drop feedback on, you can connect with me over my social media handles. Or you can email me through my website at sanarose.com or at sanarose.writer at gmail.com. Until the next episode, take care, love yourself and stay safe. Bye. Thank you.